Hello, and welcome to the Develop Podcast. Thanks for listening. My name is Ben Gilbert, and I'm hosting a series of episodes which explore how the Salvation Army is working within different communities around the world. In this episode, I'm speaking with Ricardo Gomez, who's in Costa Rica. Ricardo is the project officer for the Salvation Army in Latin American North Territory. This territory consists of 10 separate countries, some of which have serious political and social tensions at the moment. I will let Ricardo explain more about that in this episode. His insight gives us a great view into the challenges of how the Salvation Army works across a complex political landscape. On top of this, of course, is COVID, which adds even more complexity into the picture. When I spoke to Ricardo, he was working from home in Costa Rica, which was in lockdown. What about your situation, Ricardo? You do you, you live with your family in in Costa Rica? Like, what's the situation personally for you? How is it getting out and about? Um... Well, thank God, Benjamin. Thank God, we are receiving uh, a lot of support from the Salvation Army. We are receiving uh, our salaries. I'm receiving my salary. Uh, I'm working here in my home. I have all the tools to work. So. I am in the side that is, is, is in a good position right now. Thanks for the Salvation Army for that. And thanks God for, for that. So Latin America North, it's a territory which encompasses 10 different countries. What are those countries? Could you go through the whole list? Of course. Uh, Costa Rica, República Dominicana, Colombia, Panama, Cuba, Honduras, Guatemala, Venezuela, Nicaragua, Y El Salvador, the 10 countries of Latin American North. Uh, with, it's important to understand that in some of that countries, there are a really, 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 really bad situation about political, economical, and social situation. For example, Cuba, Venezuela, and Nicaragua. That uh, is a really, really challenging country for us because of this social situation there. Yeah. So you have the huge task to somehow organize projects for the Salvation Army across those 10 countries. Exactly. So just let's put aside COVID for a moment. But in normal times before COVID, Mm -hmm. how did you how do you organize that? How is it structured across, you know, like you say, all those different political environments and economic situations, border control, all of that. How, how does the territory function? We ha- I have to work uh, really, really close to my leadership. And the first thing I think is, to, is the learning process. I had to learn a lot about all of these countries. Uh, I know these countries too. And my, my first task was to understand what happened in that countries. Uh, with that understanding, I can uh, I can work better to to try to make projects according to the needs of each of the countries, according to the requirement of each of that countries. In my office, we are working with the schools, we are working with homeless people, we are working with um, a child centers. Uh, a, we have a a lot of projects uh, about um, emergency responses and community projects and the mission support projects that are important too. 
in the territory, in the, in the headquarters, we have an incredible team. We work together and the, the work of the officer is in the country is really important. I try to understand better all of these countries, but I think the, the person that can give me the best information is the person there in that country. For example, uh, we are working uh, in some projects in Nicaragua in this moment. I understand a lot of Nicaragua, but the officer in Nicaragua is the best to give me all the information about. So I think the key is a good coordination, a good communication between the officer in that country, in the countries, and the um, the project offices here in Costa Rica. So uh, I think that's the key. And yeah, it, it's a really, really um, hard task, but it's a honor for me to to work on this. Yeah. So bringing it up to today, then with COVID and the the pandemic, tell me about Costa Rica. What's the situation right now with COVID in in Costa Rica, and how is that affecting you? How is it affecting your work? How is it affecting the Salvation Army in Costa Rica? The government is using a system in Costa Rica. They call it the hammer and the dance. It's like in Spanish, el martillo y el baile. The government says that. We have to take care of the health first. After the health, we will see the economy. It's a kind of complicated because a lot of people in the, in the community, they are not receiving any income because they are not working. Today, we had a strike in Costa Rica. The people from bars and discotheques and um, higher style, that, that people is making a strike asking for the government a permission to operate. But the government say, no, you won't operate until we can control the increase of the cases of COVID. So even there is a social tension, I mean, uh, about this. But in the last month, we are seeing an increase, an important increase in the number of cases. That's why uh, at this moment, all the economical uh, area in the, in the country is closed. The only market that is open are the supermarkets and the pharmacies, uh, drugstores, some essential uh, areas, hospitals, that, that kind of things, right? So that affects the Salvation Army because the corps are closed. And, <laughs> you know, the, the life of the Salvation Army in the corps uh, needs to be open, right? So now all the, the Corps are closed, uh, so there are no contribution from the people to the officer, and there are no any activities of the Salvation Army in the communities B- because of that restriction. Talking about Costa Rica, at this moment in, in my work, uh, as you see, I have to work in, in my home, and obviously I have my laptop and I have all the information, but uh, it's not the same because sometimes it's a kind of hard the communication with other departments uh, depend of a lot of things. So of course it's affecting, but we are trying we are trying to do our best uh, according to the circumstances that we have now. The 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 work that we are doing that we are doing is trying to support 
that situation. We know that a lot of people is losing their jobs. A lot of people are hungry right now. I we understand the the government position. We understand that. Uh, but we understand to the people that say, government, please, I need to work. I need to work because I need to eat. To, I need to feed my children. Uh, but the government said, I, I have to take care of your health first. It, it's a kind of hard, you know. And, and I know it's not just Costa Rica. It's the thing around the world. Uh, we are dealing with this in this moment. Uh, the cases increase and increase and increase. And we think that this is going to take a couple months, maybe three months more uh, of restriction to try to stop the spread of the virus. A lot of people that usually work as a taxi driver or uh, working in a store, now they are trying to do something. I mean, even try to uh, help the, 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 the neighborhood uh, to go to the supermarket or something to try to get some money because mm-hmm. they are desperate to try to to. to to get something to live. Yeah, at the beginning, I remember people were talking about, you know, the pandemic is a real leveler. Actually, mm-hmm. it's not. It What it does is divide into these very broad camps, those who can continue to some degree and mm-hmm. and those who like literally lose everything. Um, exactly. It's happening in all our countries. Um, now we have a new group, the people that say that the pandemic is a lie. Okay. Uh, that the pandemic doesn't exist. They say that this is a, a conspiration about the governments to control the people and that we don't need to use a face mask, we don't need to uh, stay social distance. That they say that this is all of this is alive, right? And this is a kind of dangerous because the, the first idea that I have about this is that the society has to work together. At the end of the day, you see that that's not happening. The society is separating now. The, the society is making groups or people of people that some people say the government is working, is working in a good way. The other people say, no, the government is killing us. And the other people say, no, this is a lie. So, it's hard. It's hard to to see that how the the society is not working together on this. I, I think this is the the this is the moment when we have to be together. But then now you've got your territory, Latin America North, ten different countries. Yeah. So so what is it like then for the Salvation Army trying to keep that unity across all the different countries within the territory? How, how does that happen, and which areas are being worsely affected? Exactly. It's a challenge. It's a really, really challenge trying to integrate the the 10 countries in in one strategy. What we are trying to do is uh, have communication. I mean, the communication with each of the countries is really, really, really important. We are trying to understand what is happening in that country, what is happening in Guatemala, what is happening in El Salvador, trying to understand what are the new restrictions this week, right? For example, in Nicaragua, Nicaragua has a, a, a government that 
Some people say that he's a dictator. The government says, no, there is no pandemic. This is just a flu. It's a normal flu. We have to work as usual as we always do. In Nicaragua, we can open the courts, but we have to follow all the uh, recommendations about how to stop spread the virus, about social distance, about the use of face masks. But the government say that you cannot do that. If you do that, you are saying that the government is a liar, right? So we have to, uh, we have to be, uh, we have to take a lot of care of this because if the government see that you are using in the in the core face mask and social distance and that kind of things, it's gonna be a trouble because of course the government are going to to talk to the officer and ask him why you are doing that, why you are doing that. Do you think there is COVID here? And so we, we have to take care of that kind of situation and integrate yeah. that kind of things in in each of the countries is is. It's a challenge. It's a challenge. We talk every day with each of the of the leader of the of the countries uh, to try to understand what what is the best strategy to work in that country. In Costa Rica, for example, in Costa Rica we are uh, we have another situation about the migration because here in Costa Rica we receive a lot of uh, Nicaraguan people. We have a border with Nicaragua, and a lot of Nicaraguan people is coming to Costa Rica because they are afraid, saying the government doesn't doesn't care about us. The government say you have to go to work, you have to go to the school, you have to go to all the activities that the usual do. A lot of people is migrating to Costa Rica, trying to take advantage of our our social. Security here, right? Our hospitals, and it, it, it's hard because the Costa Rican people, not all of the Costa Rican people, is saying, "Why the government doesn't stop that migration?" The Nicaraguan people is—they uh, are coming to Costa Rica to seek the people of Costa Rica. They are coming to Costa Rica to use the hospital of Costa Rica. They are coming to Costa Rica to use the uh, the social service of Costa Rica, right? It 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 is it, hard because it's not the the fault of the Nicaraguan people. It's the fault of the government, maybe. Again, the society is is not together in this. Yeah. And that kind of, of, of situations uh, as migration, as I mean the homeless people, for example, a lot of people is asking that. Uh, the government do something with the homeless people. They don't want to see the people on the streets, sleeping on the street, because they say that it's a risk for all the people that is working, right? So it, it, it's, a, it's a really, really, really challenging situation, right? And I told you, try to integrate the 10 countries in this strategy. It's... it's it's about communication. It's about yeah. a good, really, really good communication, daily updates of the situations. What are the types of things that the Salvation Army has been able to do over these last few months um, during COVID? What, what types of responses are actually going on in the territory, despite all of these challenges, despite all of the things which you've just described? 
we are receiving a lot of help uh, of, of the Salvation Army international level. We are receiving a lot of support about this. We have 10 countries, 10 different contexts, but we have the same problem, COVID, right? And the COVID is affecting in a, in a similar way in, in the countries. What we are trying to do, we have three, three different projects in each of that countries. The first project is about food support. We're trying to give food support to the people that is losing their jobs. We, we try to give food to the homeless people because the homeless people is a, is a in, really interesting part of the community because before the COVID, they were in a bad situation. And now after the COVID, it's worse because uh, usually they they get some food from the people on the streets. But now there are not people on the streets. So uh, we cannot forget about that, that, that people. So we are giving food, prepared food to the homeless people. Thanks to the support of the, the International Salvation Army, we have a project in, in each of the countries. The second project is about personal clean eating. Uh, face masks, that kind of things, uh, trying to prevent the spread of the virus. In this, in this second project, we are trying to give some information to the people because the information is the key. Uh, we have to bring the information about how the social distance works, uh, what is the correct uh, use of the face mask, the correct a process of the hands washing, uh, that kind of things, right? Mm -hmm. Another project is about, it's a project for the Salvation Army, it's a mission support. We are trying to give some support to the page of the salaries of the employees of the Salvation Army offices in the countries. Mm -hmm. Because, uh, <laughs> okay, we, we, we need income. For We have some income generation programs in, in the countries, but most of them are closed now. So the Salvation Army is missing all that income. We have, for example, in Guatemala, we have schools in Guatemala, and the government say, you have to pay to the teachers. The school is going to be closed, but you have to pay to the teacher. But the parents are not paying the, the usual fee, the the user fee that they pay. So that's the problem for us. So we are trying to support that part of the Salvation Army programs with a project, uh, giving some support to this, the salaries of the staff of the Salvation Army. And that's the strategy that, that we are using here. We know that this is not, this is not gonna finish tomorrow or the next week. This is gonna be a, really really long process after of this we have to face a recovery process and maybe the strategy is going to be different in that process but at this moment we are working with that area food support clean personal items and support to the wage of the staff that's really helpful ricardo that's that gives me a really good understanding of of how you're you're really dealing with the situation across the different contexts that you're working in um wow but what a challenge what a challenge for your territory yeah it was really good getting your your insight into latin america north what 
What thank a, you, thank what, you to you, Gil, Benjamin, because uh, from the, for this opportunity to talk with you, it's really nice to see you again. Uh, we, I hope that maybe we can meet sometime soon. Sometime we'll be meeting again, Ricardo, for sure, for sure. Thank you, Benjamin. God bless, Ricardo. God bless, my friend. Bye God bye. bless. My special thanks to Ricardo for speaking with me on this episode. As always, you can find out more information on our website, www.salvationarmy.org.uk forward slash ID. We are on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Follow and subscribe for news of upcoming episodes. Music